people are like, oh my gosh, you're a celebrity. Like, you're the mascot. And it is like, oh my gosh, calm down. Like, it seemed like we just like, got popular overnight all over again. Because, like, people knew, but then they were just like, okay, like, you've never seen him. everybody, and welcome to our next episode of Behind the Mascot, the only show where our guests are actually encouraged to lose their heads. Today we have the great pleasure of being joined by Nia, who works with Eddie the Golden Eagle of California State University, Los Angeles. Nia, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your story and how you decided you wanted to get involved as Eddie. Um, so... Originally, I was, so it kind of started with me doing my orientation um, for Cal State LA. And we like to call it that for short because the whole name is too long. But um, we originally, I did my orientation and my, the guy who was like in charge of the orientation is also in charge of like the mascot, like Eddie and their social media and like all these other different programs. And so originally when I was doing my orientation, um, he was like, hey, you should totally work in our office. And I was like, okay. And I didn't even know that like, at first it was like on the aspects of like orientation. And I didn't know that was a job. So I was like, sure. And then he was telling me more about like all the different programs that they had. And he's like, yeah, we do social media. And he's like, we work with Eddie and like all these different things. And I was like, oh, okay, that's actually pretty cool. Like, sure. And I was like, and at first, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know who Eddie was. So I was just like, Eddie who? And he's like, our mascot. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Okay. And that's kind of like how I started. And once I started there, um, I've been doing so many different things within the whole like program. Um, it's called New Student Family Engagement. And like, I've done so many different categories of like social media, um, I had to get in the, the suit a couple times and I did orientation this year. I'm doing, I'm the orientation leader coordinator and um, I helped out with, they do another program called like parent programs. So I'm like all over the place within the one like company with itself, but um, it's cool. And that's kind of like how I got into it. And I was like, this is actually really nice. And um, yeah, that's kind of like how it started and I'm still working there. So <laughs> I'm still doing a lot more stuff. That's so cool. So you kind of described how, you know, you didn't really know what you were necessarily getting into as Eddie. Um, was the experience everything that you thought it would be or how did it, you know, differ from your expectations? Um, so the, the first time I got in, um, I was just filling in for someone else because I could, they couldn't do it. So they're like, do you want to do it? And um, I was surprised at myself because I'm normally claustrophobic, like when certain situations. So like, I was a little nervous about it. Um, Cause like, it's a head like, that goes on and like, you can barely breathe anyway. So I was like, oh my God, this is gonna scare me. I'm gonna have a panic attack. Like, it's not gonna be good. And um, when I tried it, it was actually like, I felt the opposite. Like I felt comfortable in it. And um, it makes it interesting because if you ever are in it, you don't, nobody knows that it's you. So <laughs> I was like, when I was doing certain things, like I would make certain faces 
and stuff like that or like do stuff i'm like they don't even know it's me so like i'm making these faces they don't know or like when i um when you are in it you're not supposed to talk because like then they'll know who you are um and so like i'm always laughing and like you know making random noises so i'm like i can't do that because <laughs> then they'll know it's me so i had to like make sure that i don't do that but then i i made me realize that i need to focus on like expressions and like certain gestures like i can still do the same thing but like do it with my hands or like do it something like you know like one of the things i used to do like when people would want to come up to me or something they're like can we take a photo and like my main pose would be like you know like like the little peace side and then i'll smile too that i'm like they can't see my face <laughs> so i was like let me just do it with my hands or when they would like um try to say something or they'd be like, if they want a picture, I'll be like, do you want a picture? Like with the hands so they know like what I'm talking about. Or like, I'll be like, like, no. Like if it was something like, if it doesn't look good, like it was one time this person had it, it was kind of blurry. And I was like, no. And then I, they were like, let's do it again. And I was like, do you want to do it again? Like, and so it kind of made it a little bit easier that way. But um, it was, it was interesting. And like, I only do it if they need me to. I try not to do it too much. Um, because there is other people that do it. So I try not to like take over them, but, um, if they ever really truly need me to get in it, I'll like, I'll do it with no problem. That's cool. So was it hard for you to learn how to kind of use those gestures? Cause it's such a different way of communicating. And I think that for a lot of people, you know, they don't really understand that it's such a completely different form of communication. Um, was that hard for you to learn or did that feel kind of natural learning those movements and motions? It was, it was a little bit of both. So it was hard because like, I forget that we, we talk and we use that as our way of expressing things. So it was hard trying to tell myself like, okay, you can't talk. You have to do the gestures and show it. Um, but I'm a person you can see, I, I talk with my hands anyway. So like that part was easy, but I just had to like tell myself like, okay, you can't say it. They have to be able to see it. So I had to like stop myself from time to time and be like, okay, what can I do to express this in the way where they can understand it? But then also too, the hands are big. So then you have to like try to like, like when I was doing the peace sign, I had to like put some other fingers down to like make it look right. and. It looked weird, but I'm like, they don't know the difference. So I had to like tell myself. So it was a little bit of both. Like I normally talk with my hands, but then like realizing that I can't speak, that I have to like make sure that it can be expressed within my fingers, like, or like how I'm using the suit. And could you describe the fact that people can't see you? Like you kind of mentioned, you know, that, you know, you can do whatever and people don't know that it's you in there. Could you describe that feeling like that, I guess, freedom that comes with people not knowing that it's you in there? Yes, because a lot of things like people don't, I don't know, they look up to like, you know, like the mascots and stuff. So like sometimes like I have my moments where I'm like, oh no, I'm not doing it right. Like when I was in the suit, I'm like, oh, I'm not doing it right. Or like, is Eddie supposed to do a certain thing, you know? Like, is there a thing that he does that I don't know that he does? Um, but I mean, for when I was in the suit, like nobody ever told me that like I couldn't do something or like whatever I did was wrong. So it kind of made it a little bit easier because then I can kind of create more stuff that he could do in the future, um, I guess. And then like people not knowing, it's like, 
I have to like tell myself don't do stuff that I would do. I have to tell myself like if I'm in the suit, I have to do what he's doing. Also too, he's a guy. So like something a girl would do, like it was one time where I was taking a picture and I put my leg up. You know how like girls like do that little like that one leg and I realized I was doing it and I was like, wait, he doesn't do that. He's a guy. Like <laughs> I have to tell myself like, don't do that. And so I made sure that I like put my leg down, but I like almost did it. And then I was like, oh. I was like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> so, I mean, if anybody saw it, I don't think anybody would have said anything, but um, I was just like, I, I was like, why did I do that? Like, I should have done that. So it kind of like, I have some, I do get some freedom when it comes to like people not knowing that it's me. But then like, I feel like if some people pay attention, they could know that it's me like certain things that I do, like I like say I have my moments where I'll still do it and then I'll be like, oh shoot, I shouldn't have done that. You know, or like if they like know it's me and then they just like, like, oh, hmm. Like I can see, cause like certain people when I'm around them, I try to like tell them it's me without telling them it's me. So like um, at the time, like my boyfriend, when he was on campus, we had like this like Valentine's day thing and I was in the suit that time and like, I had gave him a rose, but then I like touched his head and like, he kind of was just like, what? Like he kind of was like, who would do that? And then he just knew it was me. And then like later on, I didn't tell him it was me, but um, he was like, I got this rose. And he's like, Eddie gave me this rose and I wanted to give it to you. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. I was like, why would Eddie give you a rose? I'm like, Eddie's a guy. And then he was like, yeah, I thought the same thing too. And then he's like, but Eddie touched my head. and. I only know one person that does that. And I was like, weird. <laughs> and then, like, I was just like, I don't know who it could have been. And it was just funny because he knew, he knew it was me, but I just didn't say anything. I was like, I don't know. Maybe, I was like, maybe Eddie has a crush on you. Like, I don't know. And he's like, yeah, I don't, he's like, I don't swing that way, but okay. But it was just funny though, because he just, he knew, but it was just like, if I'm around certain people, I try to tell them without telling them. Um, but it's it's it was it was funny because like I said I have the freedom where I can be silly and do certain things and they would be like why is Eddie doing that and then like it would be it's like my personality coming out I guess that's really funny so describe like I guess the differences between you and Eddie the character because I think that for a lot of mascots it's such a difference and it's kind of you know putting on a persona um, especially with the you know male female differences um could you describe what that's like and kind of your experience with that um let me see so for me because i'm not always in the suit i'm just in there like if they ever really need me to so compared to the person who normally would do it um typically where like we're two different types of people <laughs> like that person's like taller and i'm short and like they're skittier, I'm a little chunkier. So um, for me, when it comes to the, I'm trying to think like, what do I, what's the differences? So like, I know for what I've seen in the past with Eddie, like how he is, um, he's more of like, I don't know, like not a, I don't know how to explain it, but like, you know, like some people they're like, not like a party person. Like he's more of like, at least from what I've noticed, he can be like a party person, but he's more of like the chill side. Like he's kind of like low key, um, which is what I kind of noticed. And like, that's kind of like how I try to portray it too. Like, 
like if people see me and if I am in the suit and they see me on campus, like I'll try to be like silly and just kind of like hide, but then be like, like, do you see me? Do you not see me? You know, like something like that. But then like, I know like certain events, like they want him to be more like crazy. Like if he's at like a basketball game or something like that, they want him to be more hyped up and stuff like that. Um, but in person, I've noticed that he's more shy. But also, too, we have, um, like, as being a part of the social media, we have, like, a TikTok. And we try to show that, like, the the fun side or, like, the different sides of Eddie. So that way people can kind of see that he's not just, like, one way or the other. He's more, like, complex than that. Like, kind of like how we are, like, as humans. We have different emotions. Um, we try to portray that when it comes to, like, the social media, like, there would be some videos where Eddie would be dancing and then there's some videos where Eddie's like going on the main walkway and like talking to students and, and like giving students stuff or giving them free stuff or other times where um, we had Eddie go to the talent show and like do like a simple little dance, but it was kind of like, I'm shy, but like, I'm here, like, you know, like stuff like that. Um, we've had... Uh, a lot of TikTok sounds that Eddie does are like the ones that like, it was one where it was talking about like, can I take a picture? And it was like, give me a picture, give me a picture, give me a picture. And it was like, and he's like, ah, like I'm scared. And so it's like, that's kind of like how it is sometimes. Like people will be like, can I get a picture with you? And you're like, oh my gosh, okay. And like, even sometimes when I'm handling Eddie, like people are like trying to bombard him. And I'm like, you guys, like one person at a time, <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> so um, a little bit of both. Like we try to, we try to do a little bit of, like shy but then like on the tiktok we try to do a little bit of everything showing all the different sides of him and trying to um make sure that people see it but when i'm ever in it i try to do like try to keep him to be low-key and then like if they want me to be a certain way like if they're like oh like if i ever have to do a basketball game or something they're like we want you to be hype we want you to get the crowd up then i'll be like okay cool like i got you but when we're doing like simple stuff like on the main walkway or um we're just showing up at an event simply where everybody's just kind of doing their own thing then we're kind of like like trying to make them a little bit more low-key like oh eddie's here too like eddie casually just comes to these events too <laughs> and then people are like oh my god eddie was there and they're like yeah did you did you not see him you know so yeah, kind of like that a little bit, like low key, but then also showing that he he's a well-rounded individual himself. That's cool. And could you describe kind of embracing that creativity that comes with building a character? Because you kind of mentioned, you know, there's no real like right or wrong way to do it. People don't, you know, notice certain things or, you know, you have some free reign to, you know, have that creativity. Could you kind of describe what that creativity brings, you know, for you personally or, you know, for the character as a whole? Um, so for me, um, I used to do theater when I was a kid. So whenever you're, and I used to do like the stage theater, like the one where you have to do the big gestures and people in the back have to be able to see it. Um, so for me, I try to bring that out of me. So that way, like like I said, I was saying before, like so people can actually like, see how I'm expressing it without actually speaking it. Um, so I kind of use that as like my creativity when it comes to like adding that to his character. Um, but I mean, there might be other things that people do. Like I said, there's other people. I'm just there if they need me to. I'm like the, not the last minute person, but like if they like need me to and they're like, we don't have 
you know, so-and-so or whoever, like, we don't have the people, like, since I've done it a couple times, they're just like, okay, like, do you want to do it? You're here, you're available. And I'm like, okay. Um, so I'm not like their go-to, go-to, but when I do like do it, they're like, oh yeah, like you want to do it. And like, I try to, um, the creativity will come for whatever the event is. So I try to like bring it to that per se, like making sure that like, I don't do too much because it wasn't like that type of scene, but also making sure that like, they can see that Eddie is you know, lively and they can see that like he has character. He's a, he's a, not a real person, but he's a person, um, kind of like showing that. And like, I would do it as if I was him or like, let me step out of myself. Cause like, I'm very outgoing and crazy and goofy, but I'm like, you know, if I'm trying to show that he's a little bit more low key and shy, I don't want to like do too much. And then they're like, oh my gosh, what's going on here? You know? So I try to make sure that if I'm going to be creative in that way, try to make it where it's like he's shy, but then also too, he's not like afraid to show who he is as a as a mascot. Yeah, definitely. And you also mentioned Eddie's popularity around campus that, you know, Eddie goes somewhere and people want pictures with him or things like that. What do you think it is about mascots in general that brings that out of people? And how do you approach those situations? So typically, like, if if I'm the handler and I'm, like, handling Eddie, I try to make sure that, like, the person who's in the suit, like, is not stressed out in a way, you know? So, like, I try to, like, think about myself and I'm like, okay, if I was in it, would I want all these people coming up at me? Would I want them to get in a line? You know, like, how would I want it to be stationed? So I try to like make sure that like if I am handling him and like I want to make sure that like Eddie's not like freaking out or stressed out or you know anything like that. If I am in the suit, I try to express that to the person who's handling me. Like I'll be like I will try to do like a little system or something like um maybe like tap them or something like so they know like hey like this is a little too much um or I'll probably tell them to like come here real close and then like try to speak it like it's a lot. Like it's too much. <laughs> so they know. Cause I don't know. I don't know. Over the time that I've been here, from like the first time that I got in, like a while back, um, when like everybody came back to the campus, because like the campus was closed for like two years or three years almost. So when we all came back last year, it was weird because it was just like, yeah, everybody has a mascot, but like since everybody was doing everything online, it's like, okay, now we're trying to still get back and make things kind of like a society. And so we had Eddie pop up here and there so that people can know who he is. And like, at first people were just kind of like, eh, like they would take a picture with him, but they really didn't really know him very well. Now that it's like the next year, or at least just like over the summer. And like, once we started posting on TikTok and stuff, people are like, oh my gosh, you're a celebrity. Like, you're the mascot. And it was like, oh my gosh, calm down. Like, it seemed like we just like, got popular overnight all over again. Cause like people knew, but then they were just like, okay, like we've never seen him. We've never seen him on campus. We haven't seen him at events, but it's because we haven't had any, like everybody was at home. So it was kind of hard to be able to do that and like, you know, show him or showcase him because he 
he was locked away, you know, or he, we like to, not locked away, but he was chilling in his nest during the time of COVID because everybody was trying to stay away and he was chilling in his nest. But now he's able to go out and do stuff. So we try to show that like he's out, he's doing things, but um, we try to try to minimize it because we don't want it to get too crazy. And then it's just like, everybody's all over the place. But um, we try to minimize the time as well too, like when it comes to him being out there. So that also kind of helps it. So it's like, if you see him, you can get a photo and you can do stuff. But if you don't, you don't. Like, you know, that's just how it's going to be. Maybe he'll come out again a couple weeks from now. Who knows? We don't never know when he's going to come out. He's unpredictable. He can fly back from the nest at any moment. So we try to like show people that way. But yeah, it does sometimes get a little crazy. But I we try to come up with a system so that way anybody who's in it, they don't feel like they're too stressed out. I feel like that's a really interesting point you brought up about coming off of COVID and kind of that like difference in students now seeing Eddie and being exposed to Eddie. Do you feel like, do you, do you get a sense around campus that students um, have missed like being on campus and being around Eddie and that there's like a, a rejuvenation of, you know, excitement and popularity around Eddie? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are excited to to see him out and about because like every year we get new people like we get new freshmen we get new transfers and like they might see him on the website or something but then like actually seeing him in person it's like oh my gosh like you're here like you know like I don't know like they don't do that but like me I'll be like oh my god like I'll be trying to touch and be like are you there like you know because it's just like you see them and like you see the videos that they show you when you come to the school and like you're like oh, okay yeah we have a mascot eddie the golden eagles we're at golden eagles but then it's like when you actually see eddie walking on campus you're like oh my gosh like who is that you know like what's going on there so it's uh it definitely makes it a little bit more exciting especially and then too it makes it feel more like we're a part of a a community and like it's your home because it's like, yeah, he's like a, a hot commodity and he's a celebrity and like he's the Eddie, the Golden Eagle. But then it's like when you see him out there, you're like, oh, like I got to spot him, you know, randomly walking on the campus. And like some other people are like, what? I haven't seen him. Where is he at? Where is he at? And then that kind of creates the mysterious or it creates the mystery of it. Like, oh, well, like when is he going to come out again? I don't know. And so it kind of makes it a little bit more exciting. I know for me personally, like being able to just work along with that group is just cool to me because I, one, I never thought I would do that. <laughs> but then two, it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm a part of something like that. You know, like I get to be a part of it. And like, it kind of makes people, I think it, for me personally, I think it makes people feel good and it makes people feel like they're part of a community and we're all coming back from COVID. So we all had our own moments and, you know, trying to be a community without being too close to each other because you can get sick. But also, like, it does really uplift people seeing other people and seeing different things on campus. That's awesome. And could you describe the kind of unifying experience that mascots bring? Because, you know, mascots represent a university or a brand and kind of bring people around. It's kind of that community nature, like you were talking about. Um, could you describe what that is in mascots that unify people um, and how you see that? 
I think that when it comes to just for example, like when I um being able to see different colleges and different mascots and but not only that, being able to see the people in them, it kinda built that community and it's like I think that like what they're doing with that project is gonna be really cool because it's gonna show that we all even though we're all in different locations around California, we're still all a part of like the Cal State area or like we're all in the same area because like USC isn't part of it, but we're still near each other, you know? So it's like, we're still part of that community together because of the fact of the matter that we're all either by each other or we're all under the same university branch, I guess, if you will. I don't even know what it's called, but like the Cal State branch, you know, cause it was just kind of cool. It's kind of cool to be able to um, get it. So I don't know. I feel like that's kind of what creates that unity. We're all around each other and everybody is near each other, but then also too, we are our own community and we all built, we're all around that, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like as mascots, you know, we get a very unique opportunity to interact with people in a different way. Um, either, you know, as a handler, being able to see that interaction with the mascot or being in suit. Um, so what is something you've learned about humanity from your time, like maybe a different perspective, different take on, you know, that kind of philosophical question, what does it mean to be human? I think that's something that I've learned. I don't know, like, I mean, before I kind of knew this, like, we all come from different walks of life. Um, and for me personally, I'm originally from Michigan. So just being out here in California already makes the things that I do differently <laughs> than other people. But I've noticed that even being like, even if you're around like the mascots or being in them, it's that everybody is different. And, but not only that, everybody, I feel like we should all accept the differences because it might open a new perspective for you depending on like what it is or maybe it may not open a perspective for you personally but you might be able to help someone in the future open a new perspective for themselves like for one thing that i noticed like um it's not even like a real thing but maybe it is but um from where i'm from michigan we don't say soda we say pop and so when I got here, I would be like, oh, yeah, like, y'all want to get a pop? And they're like, what are you talking about? And I was like, and I, I totally forgot it. Like, I, because I'm so used to doing it at home that, like, I didn't even think about it being here. So I was just like, what do you mean? And they're like, what is pop? And I was like, what do you mean, what is pop? Like, pop. Like, I'm trying to explain it to them. I'm like, pop, you know, like, cream soda, Coke, you know? And they're like, oh, soda. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, but like, I just don't say it that way. But when I started doing that and like showing that I was different and that I'm from a different place, it kind of gives people a new perspective of like people from the Midwest. And then not only that, it gives me a perspective of people here in California, people in LA, like they're completely different than versus people in Northern Cal. So it's like being able to see that type of perspective and see those differences. But not only that, like, when I go back home, maybe I'll say soda. Like, I don't know, because I'm so used to saying it here. Or maybe I won't change that and, and continue being myself and say pop, whatever comes natural to me. Um, but being able to see those differences. And like, I've noticed too that 
specifically with LA, a lot of people come from everywhere. Like it's not just people from California. Like I know someone who's from Nigeria. Um, I know someone who's from Australia. I know somebody who's from um, Zimbabwe, like just different people. And it's just like crazy to think about. And it's like, we're all different and we all have differences and different perspectives, but being able to see those differences and when it comes to humanity, putting those all together and like being able to recognize it. And I'm not saying you have to change your, like change how you are, but just being able to recognize it and understand their perspective versus your perspective. That's really powerful. And you kind of touched on this, but um, what life lessons or things like what life lessons are you going to take away from your time being involved with Eddie? Like, how has that personally shaped you and um, how have you grown from your experience? Yeah, so I feel like the one thing that I've grown from my experience um, would be to have fun. Like, I have fun, but I tend to overthink a lot of things and stress out about things that, like, I normally can't control, which makes me more stressed out because I can't control them. But um, being able to have fun and not worry as much because like if you're doing stuff or you know being around people who don't know you i feel like it's easier to like not be as stressed i don't know it seems really really weird but like when i'm around like people that don't know me then i'm like okay I, they don't know me so like I can be less of myself or like I can not be as worried because they don't really know who I am. So I'm like, okay, how do I want them to remember me? You know, so it's kind of like, oh, I don't want them to remember me as being like anxious or stressed out. I want them to remember me being as fun and loving and happy and giggly. So it kind of like taught me to just have fun, but also like they don't know that it's you. So it's like if they don't know that it's you, you can show them what you want to show them and kind of like go in that aspect where like, I don't know, it's kind of like the elevator pitch. Like you only have so much time to kind of show them who you are. So it's like, what do you want to be in that specific little seconds of time or that couple minutes of time? Like, I don't want them to see me as like the the crazy girl who's, I don't know, I don't really do that, but like just like stress out or overthink. I want them to think of me as like being funny and, silly and very outgoing like i want those characteristics to show out more than like the other sides of me so i think that that would be one thing that i learned for sure is to make sure that you have fun but also show what you want to show and you show what you want people to remember you by that's awesome i love it well that's all i've got but nia thank you so much for being on the show thank you for having me (laughs) If you enjoyed this episode, rest assured we've got plenty more on the way as we continue to get to know the characters that bring your favorite mascots to life. Until next time, I'm your host, Daniel Chatterjian, for Behind the Mascot. like to support this podcast financially, please Venmo donations to add Behind the Mascot. If not, please continue to enjoy our episodes free of charge 
and spread the word with your friends and family. Thank you.